0: yo what's up this is yaz the student with another what's hot on the screen i hope you are good we have a stacked lineup this week including an interview with one of south africa's premier youtubers so let's just get right into it this Sunday, Love Island, South Africa makes its debut on local shows as Mnet doubles down on its reality dating content, following The Bachelorette, of course. So if you're a fan of the Love Island franchise or of salacious, steamy and often quite petty reality television, this is definitely one to check out. Moving on to soapies, if you're a person that likes jumping from soap to soap, this might be a good week to catch up on Scandal because <laughs> the drama <drummer> could
1: But <laughs> Was i ne ba sheba nae ga ba o bua plan. Wa go sa slide bona stage. i'm no ba go no ba security kee
0: Affairs are flaring. The hostage storyline being led by Tabo Malema came to a climactic conclusion this week, with Wednesday's episode being one of the strongest soapy episodes I think I've seen this year. It's buzzworthy work from the writing to the performances. So it's something that if you want to catch up, you can definitely catch up on DSTV's catch-up or on the Omnibus, which plays on E! Saturday mornings. But yeah, Scandal's been really, really intense this week. And Gomorrah's also kind of picking up pace as... Tatty finally knows the truth. Moving on to online, Showmax is having a landmark week this week as it launches not one but three new original series the first time it's ever done so. So there's the psychological drama Dam which we spoke about last week which came out on Monday, as well as a Kenyan pr- police procedural called Crime and Justice, which is their first ever Kenyan drama series. And then coming out today is the highly anticipated second season of the five-time after award-winning comedy Tally's Baby Diary. So Tally's Baby Diary is a follow-up to Tully's Wedding Diary and this mockumentary continues our journey with Tully and friends as Tully unexpectedly gets pregnant and then we now follow her on her journey as she decides to become a mom influencer. I found the first season to be quite entertaining and quite funny in, in, in the way that it milked its, in its smoking of cringe comedy and awkward comedy and if the first two episodes of the second season are any, any indication, the second season is going to be hilarious. They double down on the cringe and at times it feels like they're delivering a joke or a gag every 10 seconds with most of them landing the writing feels more confident the world is getting bigger tally is just as outrageous in the way that she kind of carries herself and the rest of the cast have literally come to play with rail rosen rail rosen is my favorite character on the show and of the season thus far he steals every scene that he's in every second the second season really digs into the absurdity of the characters what i really enjoy i think more from the first season is that they feel a lot more grounded so some of the some of the cringe comedy may not feel as offensive as it did within the first season but also this, with the style of the show being mockumentary, it is quite an acquired taste. So I do think if you enjoy it or if you get it within the first few episodes, if you've not watched season one, you'll really enjoy it. And if not, it might be a bit of a mixed bag for you. But here is a taste of Tully's baby diary. Yeah, and so this is where they would do the Caesar on yes. this table.
1: How is this? To give you back.
0: It's hard. It's very hard. My whole life has changed since Tully's wedding diary came out. No pictures, guys, not today. Even though we want to have a baby, it's just not happening right now.
2: My David
1: swimmers are not swimming as fast as they could be.
0: His testicles are shriveled like raisins. I have just signed an ambassadorship. Hideous. They are disrupting the fitness industry.
1: It's not good for the other influencers because you have been doing amazeballs. You might want to call Darren.
0: You're pregnant. Sorry, what? I'm so emotional. This week, Netflix released um, its own documentary on one of the greatest and most influential sports figures of the 20th century and outright within football. Pele. The documentary is meant to give us a definitive journey of his career packed with great archival footage and insights from the legend itself. So if you're a fan of Pele or sports documentaries, this is definitely one to check out. And the title of the documentary is self-titled, so it is called Pele. And then finally, to the thing which I think shocked me the most this week, Netflix's latest original anime called High Rise Invasion. Now I'm just going to put a disclaimer that I don't watch a lot of anime, so like I haven't dipped into the pool further than your Dragon Ball Z's, your Yu-Gi-Oh's and Naruto's, which are relatively quite light. So I feel like I was relatively ill-prepared for the R-rated violence that is High Rise Invasion. So High Rise Invasion jolts us into an alternate world where there are essentially two types of people. So the two types of people are masked people and normal people without masks. The masked individuals and the masked people have one goal, and that goal is to make normal people commit suicide through torture or coercion. That is their only directive. Now, we're brought into the world through the eyes of a teenage teenage girl named Yuri, and she, just like us, doesn't know how she got here. So we're learning the world with her, and then she finds out that her brother as well is also in this world. So now we follow her journey into this world as she tries to escape torture and find her brother. I am two episodes in, and I am shook to the core by the gore.
2: I kill masks. Oh, thank God! Freaking help! I'm on the rooftop right now. There's a weird person with a
1: mask. There's a mask? No, I'm not
0: going to die before I see my brother! This is how the rules work in this world. No getting around
1: it. Masks are out there to pressure people into committing suicide. Masks are humans like us
0: yo what's up this is yaz with another what's hot on the screen interview the first of the year and with us we have one of my favorite youtube um youtube channels with one of my favorite youtube shows from that channel <laughs> it is Tata pity and the looking from jolo cast we have lucas with us today how are you guys doing
2: hey good dancing as well okay, i'm dope okay.
0: i'm dope i'm dope right now it's the end of the season so the season finale literally showed yesterday so how has the experience been before we actually even get to the show? Like, how how how, how, how has the reception been for you guys?
2: Yeah, no, the reception has been insane. Uh, we've dropped five episodes, like you said yesterday, it was the season finale. So just seeing it come to an end, the first season has just been so sad, but at the same time, it makes us feel good. I know Lucas also enjoyed uh, watching a lot of the, the, the episodes, especially the last one, hey, Lucas.
1: Yeah, it was really amazing. Like, honestly, I enjoyed every moment of it. And what's crazy is, like, how the reception like every week You'd see people on Twitter Just talking about it You know Just like Trending And you like Wow guys You really love this stuff
0: Yeah So for those of you Who don't know we're talking about Looking for Mjolo Which is a YouTube Speed dating series Which launched about At the beginning of February So it's literally The Mjolo has been Within the month of love So the season <laughs> Currently has racked up over three hundred and eighty thousand views since its launch and this channel tato rampetti's channel has been over 5.5 million views in totality every week this For is sure. this thing has been trending That's- i think t- yesterday was trending on number three it's trended at number one so hey we hit we hit number
1: two as well yeah we get that sound <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
0: there we go so what what, what i want to know because tato you're actually one of my favorite channels and we've actually grown um quite a much Over the last three years, even with my like journalism and you like you're the one of the Mm -hmm. first web series I ever wrote about. How has the growth for you been starting from where you started about four years? It's three, four years ago to where you kind of feel
2: now. Yeah, the growth has been so it's been so beautiful to be uh, so sorry. It's been so beautiful to witness and to be a part of. I feel like my team and I like we're just always so amazed at how the growth is, is just rapidly like exponentially growing uh every week it's like we're hitting a new milestone every day we're just surprised at who we're networking with and opportunities we're receiving and it's just so amazing to to see i think we've been growing at quite a cool pace hey lucas it's been quite a nice rate yeah it's been quite a nice rate like it, it it picked up like it had a like slow pickup a little
1: slow and then like once it started catching on and the content started becoming more and more and the consistency, people just kept loving it and just taking it all in. And I think that inspired you to like actually create a lot more content than you were planning to do.
2: For sure.
0: So now, even now for you, Lucas, because you, this isn't, uh, Looking for Jola isn't the only Tatarampedi show you've been on because you started also with the sit-down. So how is it for you being an, uh, a personality, being more in front of the screen also? Because you have been, you have been granted as the smoothest of all contestants, <laughs> so how has that reception been week on week? People just people just dying, dying in the comments, dying on trend, <laughs> trending, seeing your seeing your name trend every week just because Lucas is there, just just keeping it chill.
1: Yo, you know, you know, it's crazy is that after reading those comments at the time when we were shooting, I was thinking to myself, man, I am so nervous because I haven't seen who I'm about to speak to. I don't know who I'm about to like what the vibe is like. So I was a bit nervous, and to see that I, I wasn't showing like a little bit of it on the camera, I think that's like my
2: my coping mechanism. Just Just chill out <laughs> <laughs> and relax. And it's crazy. Get all in. It's crazy because people don't realize that Lucas Level and Matadi literally have three cameras, three cameras on them, an entire microphone on top of them, like Yo. three people, like crew watching them, making sure they do the right things, telling them to push forward to make sure they're and at this safe. time.
1: You are trying to impress a lady who is looking gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> so you have all these things happening, and you're like, "Oh my god, F, I better not stutter." <laughs> well, Too late didn't, because I did. Didn't and,
0: and uh, <laughs> just, you didn't, and uh, Clardy did multiple times, and it somehow works <laughs> to his benefit, as, as we've seen in the final episode, which is kind of <laughs> really fun. So what, what I want to know also what has been what have been your favorite episodes? I know my favorite episode. I think it was the third episode. The just because she the, the girl destabilized all of you,
2: like, oh, yes, yo. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, yo, I want to know else. from you guys what
0: has been your favorite episode from the fight?
2: You start? <laughs> so, for me, it's definitely the, the season finale, it's the last episode. Uh, to seeing people, uh, see who won because it's such a plot twist, people would never assume that certain people would receive the amount of votes they received, you know. So just seeing that seeing the gents react, seeing the ladies tell us about how the dates were, that was just made me feel really good cuz it's like a, you know an entire 360 or I don't know 180 and the things coming together. So that's definitely my favorite episode. Welcome back to Looking for Jolo.
1: This is the season finale. It was fun. It was fun. It was fun. How did it make you feel? How did it make, how it did it he it? make you feel? feel Um he's very. F- <laughs> <laughs> yeah on that on that on that front, I share the same regard with Tato when it comes to like energy and wrapping it all up. I mm. really enjoyed the last episode because it gave you that thing of, wow, it actually went through and it's done and it's wrapped up and it's still good throughout all the five episodes. But mm. when it comes to energy, my favorite episode was, I think the first episode because I laughed the most in the first episode because of oh, level. Yes. Like, oh yes level was in his bag, I was like <laughs> level was, in his, Lebo so
0: was in his bag all episodes, the Mans was consistent, he deserves Yo. more praise than what he got You speak, <laughs> this my love languages <laughs> 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 Yo, you were so smooth This guys smooth as hell like I was, like I feel like I was doing too much Give <laughs> me five more minutes <laughs> you're gonna have
1: to drag me away from me hey yo stop the camera, <laughs> <laughs> stop the camera. <laughs> you do what? and then that was the episode <laughs> we all hit a brick wall like i was watching it and i was like level didn't Wazzy get a was my
0: favorite so now what i want to what i wanna, what i want to understand correct me if i'm wrong this has been the first mm-hmm. show that you've done since entering youtube black right 900 yes so can you just explain to us exactly what the youtube black experience what actually is it and what what is it affording you in terms of your growth coming into this as a content creator and building yourself more within the space Mm.
2: yeah so the youtube black incubator they've basically chosen 132 creators across the world to basically seed and help so they've given us a certain amount of money to help us improve in the way we create content so if you're going to hire an editor a videographer you have uh, cash disposable to do so and at the same time currently right now we're going through a three-week course where we're learning about business finance uh, pitching to brands and all those things so the the incubator and the whole program is based on just making us better creators and just giving us a platform an opportunity to you know improve our content and, and reach higher uh, higher markets so for example looking from jollo being a part of the youtube black uh, Class of 2021 it motivated me to create such a show because i'm like i've got youtube supporting me i need to show them that i know what i'm doing and i've been doing so consistently so as much as they do assist you it's also a huge motivating factor you know
0: no i i, I get it i get it i get it because yeah this this has been because i think we've had this conversation before but you are one of the youtube creators that i think has a real uh, knack for formatting and i mm-hmm. think this was the first show where we kind of got to see it at a at a more visible level than than just kind of understanding what form what formatting is on a basic level. So this has been Mm. you got to see this because this could actually be a television show if it was given just even that Mm. much more budget. And knowing the stuff that you want to do and the stuff that you do like doing, you do you see yourself going within that route? For sure. I think I've always
2: wanted to create shows, create short stories. So you know obviously last year and the past couple of years I was focused on school. So because I finished my degree, I can now push and do it full, full time, you know? So I definitely, I'm definitely gonna create season two, season three, season four, <laughs> and a whole bunch of other different shows incorporating everyone from my segments, like the Sit Down Z, A, MOT, the Betty Brothers, you know?
0: So speaking, cause that was actually was my next question. So when is season two? Cause you already started teasing it and and like you know, <laughs> YouTube, we're very impatient with when, when it comes to YouTubers. So, so like, sure. we need to know information
2: now. <laughs> Yeah, so so season one, you know, it was all very, very, very low, low budget. Like I we used the equipment that we had, or I like, could what I really did was just hire a cameraman as well as the space. So for season two, I'm currently speaking to different brands, trying to see who I could integrate the best so we can take it to another level. I'm talking about camera crew, I'm talking about Depth shots. I'm talking about color grading. I'm okay, 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 Matt coming with you the know, technical.
1: This <laughs> <menu is back>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just pleading, everyone just gives me at least a month or two to just get the right people on board so I can give you guys the quality that you deserve, you know.
0: So now if someone's watching this and they haven't watched Looking for mjolo can you give them, for example, one thing that they can expect? Both of you, both Lucas and Tato, one what is it that they can expect most when they're coming into the show so that they, they're they as prepared for looking for Jola as they can possibly be? Uh, I think one
2: thing they can prepare is that they'll definitely relate to a lot of the different characters and cast members on the show. Uh, you'll see a lot of your friends within the different characters. So it's a show where you get to see that goofy friend, that funny friend, that calm and collective friend. You definitely gonna have a good time and relate to a lot of the different characters or cast members rather
1: yeah totally you're gonna get like a wide range of like personalities and feelings you're gonna one week like this guy or this girl and then the next week you like somebody totally different so you get like a good feel of um like it's a, it's a diverse sense of emotions that you go through as you watch it. and you're going get glued to your seat actually i always watch it and feel like you know what was i there is, is that me
0: <laughs> that you, and, and it's a lot of great chemistry the, the chemistry between the three contests between you, Claddy and Lebo is great as banter even the contestants, mm-hmm. it's a very enjoyable show you will laugh, I laughed a lot and yeah, so congratulations on wrapping your first season, uh, this has been thank Looking so For Me with Pedi and Lucas Ramutla and thank you guys so much for coming through I, I wish you guys all nothing
2: but the best Thank you so, thank much, you so much it's been amazing, thank you
0: Thank you for tuning in, that was the full segment of What's Hot on the Screen with our special guest from Looking for Mjolo, a shorter version originally broadcasted on YFM's The Best Drive on Friday the 26th of February 2021. If you'd like more information on African entertainment, check out our website The Next Generation of Greats for breakdowns and info on music, film, web series, and so much more creativity that's happening within the African creative space. That is the or alternatively, just Google Next Gen Greats, and if it says unpacking the creative movement, you found the right space. Thanks again for listening. I'm Yaz The Student. If you want to reach out to me on socials, you can at Student, which is Y-A-Z-Z The Student on Instagram and Twitter, or you can send me an email from the website. I'll see you soon with more entertainment podcasts right here on Next Gen Greats.